when we're all stuck inside, locked down, quarantined, and all we want is someone to drop kick the virus in the shorts, whoever that glorious human is, we'll all agree that they are the greatest American hero. Wow, that was a real stretch to a reference to our 80s pop capacitor segment. I'm really, I'm, I'm really sorry about that. I've been inside a long time and well, it's Lupin Larry, Guardians of Geek! In a world filled with intergalactic space battles, metahuman destruction on a global scale, and psychopathic serial hauntings, there's only one team who can make sense of it all. When your world is overrun with rampant pop culture, call Lupin Larry, Guardians of Geek. Wow, what an explosion once again. <laughs> that was so big. And now, but, but what's exciting about this is this is our first, uh, like, Zoomed, podcast so <laughs> if you're listening to the podcast in the normal format you can now go to youtube and watch the the podcast and you'll see for the first time ever what that explosion actually is <laughs> it's like a <laughs> nuclear blast I, I wasn't sure how big you were gonna go with it but you went pretty big oh, we went big we went huge <laughs> we've, we've talked about it for 31 episodes it had to be big <laughs> it has to be big hey i'm loop and I'm Larry. And this is Guardians of Geek. And uh, I have nowhere to, where, no, don't know where to look right now. I'm I just know. sort of looking. I guess I'm like, do I look at you? Am I looking up? <laughs> I, this is the weirdest. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I have no clue. No. Really That's don't. hilarious. So we're back with Guardians of Geek. And we, uh, uh, lots going on. It, well, <laughs> lots meaning I'm sitting around doing nothing. But uh, other than that, it's been great. <laughs> how's, how's everything been going with you? Pretty good, pretty good. I'm, I'm, you know, slowly trying to catch up with all those shows that I said that I was going to catch up with. I have uh, uh, restarted um, the Dark Crystal. Oh, did you and, restart it? Did you? Oh yeah, I am one episode in. Okay, perfect. <laughs> so you haven't really. Where were you last time? Like two episodes or three? Uh, no, I think I was still on that same episode. But now I finished that episode. <laughs> So that's wow great. all right well it's you know what you're trying that's all you can I, do you know i'm giving it the old college try i'm putting <laughs> forth all the effort i can right now <laughs> but well, i also but i also yeah, I, i'm starting uh season two of of uh westworld because that was my other thing i wanted to watch season three oh, but right. I only, that's I only right yeah because you're behind it. i still haven't finished season three yet we're we're uh part way through it, oh. it's like because it's one of those shows that i don't tape on the pvr because i know it's on hbo Right. So, but then I forget to check HBO for shows that we watch. So then all of a sudden I'll be like, oh crap, we haven't finished Westworld yet. So we'll finish it this week. It won't take okay. long. I or finished... I, might catch, I might catch up to you and we can actually talk about the finale. Oh yeah, we can. Yeah. I, I, I spent two days and we uh, totally binged uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So that's done now. So I've watched oh, really? the, the final season of it. Like we hadn't watched, I didn't watch any of it this season yet. Right. And then, it, and then they, like instantly, like the day after it was done, they put it on Netflix. It was really weird. Really? Yeah, and so, so then we were able to, to binge season seven, and it was done, like... Is that and, the last season? Like, is it done? No, no, it's still got another season. Or it could be another three seasons for all I know. I know I, th I know it's for at least another season. Oh, all right. So, okay. it's, yeah, it's been it's good. It's so funny. Like, B I, binging is the thing that people are doing right now. I, I just have to make this little announcement here. My son came to me yesterday or the day, a couple days ago to officially tell me that since Disney Plus launched uh, in October he started watching the simpsons he had never really seen the simpsons before okay so in november he started watching the simpsons the uh disney plus has the first 30 seasons of the simpsons up yep. there 600 episodes and he just finished the 600th episode he's watched 600 what? episodes in six months <laughs> How is he able to do this? I don't know. I have no idea. But he literally has now seen every episode. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Throughout this pot, you can't see this unless you're watching this. I'm going to be changing my virtual background to whatever show we're talking about, or yep. I'll do my best too. <laughs> and, 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 now, and now Loop is right in the middle of the Simpsons living room. <laughs> 
<laughs> sitting on the couch. Uh, this is what yeah, we so, do. <laughs> somehow, somehow he managed to to clear out six hundred episodes of The Simpsons. Is that all the seasons, or is that? Or is they're it? they're at thirty two right now. So there are, there are two seasons that haven't been posted yet. So he's got to now to try to find those two seasons someplace so he can. Get, wow. I don't. I mean. I have never watched 600 episodes of any show in my entire life. Especially in that speed. Like, that like, yes. is amazing. Well, my son uh, finished uh, Community in, like, two weeks or something. Like, all six seasons or something. Like, he's just, like, flying. Kid, kids know how to do this. Yeah, they're way I, better than we are. I can't get past one episode of The Dark Crystal in the last two months, but he can get through <laughs> 600 episodes. I don't know. It's my problem is I get about the third or fourth episode of something, and I'm like, oh, my back's hurting. And I'm yes. like, you're getting old, so everything's like, I'm cramping up. I'm getting a exactly. A well, then I and then I need, ulcer, ulcer on there. And then I need a break, too. Like, I'll get through a bunch of, and then I'll be like, I kind of I kind of need something else now. Oh, I yeah. Kinda, I kind of need to move on. I gotta move on with my life. Yeah, <laughs> there's something. Um, I just wanted to mention a correction from the last episode. Oh yes. Um, so you were talking about uh, Penny Dreadful. Yes, this it's, has it, been bothering. I knew you were gonna bring it up. It's been bothering. Of course I will, because I'm gonna I'm gonna research this after the show. So you're talking about the brand new the new season, which is City yeah. of Angels, and you yeah. said, and you were adamant. Yeah. There's only one season of yeah. Penny Dreadful, and I said, Are you sure? Because I think there was like two or three. Oh. I said about twice in the podcast. I said, Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, there one season. That's all there was. There's three seasons. Yeah, there were three. <laughs> as soon as we finished the podcast, I was like, wait a minute. Why did I say there was one episode? That's ridiculous. I watched all three seasons. What, what was I thinking? <laughs> I don't know. Oh don't my god, know. that made me laugh so hard. Uh, I was like, I knew. I, I'm like, I remember it being on for like a really long time. Yep, and it was. <laughs> <laughs> so this is technically the fourth season that's on right now. I guess if you want to put it that way. It's, yeah. Apparently, it's, it's considered a spinoff because I, I was reading yeah. up on it. So it's considered yeah. a spinoff of the original. And so. I think that's what threw me is that the first one was like a standalone thing. Now this is a second one. So it felt like the first one was just one season of a story. And now this is the second season. Of, I, I'm old. <laughs> it's all right. It's all yeah. right. I just remember it being like on for a long time. And, and I remember I didn't watch it because I kept getting deeper into seasons. And I was like, I, it's too late for me to start really jumping into it. But yeah. I might actually go back and watch it now because it looks really interesting. <laughs> It's right. the first. The first three seasons <laughs> are fantastic. Like literally, one of the best uh, like horror genre TV series ever. It's it's so right. good because it's all throwbacks to like the Universal Monster universe. <laughs> uh, but but it's really subtle the way they do it. It's okay. really really it's so cool. All yeah. right, I'll check. I'm gonna check that out because it always well, looks interesting to me. So make, I'll start to pick away at it. And make make sure you watch all three seasons because there are three. Oh, there are three. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Has been confirmed three seasons of Penny Dreadful. <laughs> um, I had to quickly mention the survival final. If you haven't, did you watch Survivor at all this I, season? I did absolutely. I don't, I you and I, I don't think either of us have ever, ever missed a season. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I just this season was phenomenal. I thought, yeah, yeah I thought I think it was great. This was maybe one of the top five seasons in 20 years. Because the thing is, when you bring all the winners back, you hope for a good season. But I've seen seasons on there that have been a bit of a bust when they brought people back because yeah. people play differently in that. But this one was like, everyone, I think, made an impact of some sort, yep. like it's somewhere within the show. So, um, well, it was really well done. It was well done. And what was so interesting about it was to see the, uh, to watch the players who hadn't been on the show in like 20 years yeah. try to figure it out like yeah yeah like, it was almost a new like, game for them eh yeah like boston rob couldn't break through like he couldn't yeah he had, and, a, he had a huge target from day one though there's no way he would have made it. it through no like he was just too big a t i don't know how he did it the first time but or, or the uh -huh. second time or whatever he was on when he won the million but yeah he uh he was such a big target and it's yeah. like they and they all knew they he had done that season where they had the idols made out of him yeah so it was like him and sandra were and both uh sandra yeah. made a huge mistake too i don't know what she was thinking that was i mean and and that was coming right off the back of the other season where she was talking about she's the queen of Survivor and she's only yeah. the only one who won. And then she comes on this season. This was the season for her to prove that. 
So yeah. I was waiting for her to be like, yep, she is the queen. 100%. She lasted longer than I thought she would. But, but she, she did nothing. She didn't do a single no. uh, challenge. Like she's, she sat out for virtually every challenge. And then when she was finally voted out, she quit. I, <laughs> I can see why she quit. Because it's like, do you want to spend all that time out there? If you know you're not, you're not hacked, like you just don't want to do it. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I can see why I didn't see anything wrong with her quitting when she did. Like she knew she wasn't going to win her way back in the game. So why is she doing this? Like, yeah. Um, I guess so. it's sort of her her thing, but it was she's already just, won it was, twice. I mean, she has nothing to prove to anyone. Yeah. So. But for me, it was just coming right off that other season where she was talking so much about how. Like, oh yeah, yeah. She's like the master of everything. <laughs> no, yeah. But uh, it was good. I love that Tony won. Tony was a great winner because yeah. he was so entertaining through the entire season too. So yeah. he's one yeah. of my favorite players. I, I was really happy that he won. Yeah. that's the spy nest <laughs> i laughed so hard at that like he's so devious like but it's like people should know better they yeah, should like really know he's going to be hiding somewhere in the yeah, scene they should, have fig- they should have figured that out but they didn't and nope. to, to his advantage good for him there you go yeah. there you go props to tony <laughs> tony good job <laughs> if this season doesn't get nominated for an emmy i don't know which season it will because the season was phenomenal i thought seriously it, it was it was great it was yeah. really really good I'm, I'm i'm happy to have watched the whole thing yeah it was great um so I've got I've got one other uh, little uh, tidbit to, to talk about before we uh, get back into the core of our podcast. Um, <laughs> I was reading an article just yesterday, I think, um, about um, the future of movie theaters and going back to movies and and what that's going to be like after all of oh, these yeah. classes and how that's going to work. And what the experts are saying now is that what they feel like is going to happen for for like the near future like the next few years potentially is that movie theaters will start to only run movies that are big blockbuster movies like tentpole movies oh wow so that they know that they're going to get people back into the theater yeah. so you won't have like smaller independent movies you won't have like sp- like genre specific movies unless it's a big tentpole movie you'll have like the ones that like the big budget budget ones because they're talking about um christopher nolan's tenant yeah. His new his new movie is still scheduled to run on July 17th and apparently that's the one that's going to launch all of this but that was one of the big tentpole movies for this summer was his movie. So it's all of those sorts of movies that are going to make it back into theaters so you won't like you know the rom-coms and the you know the little kid movies and and those sorts of things you they may all be going to streaming services like directly to streaming services so that movie theaters know that they're going to make a profit. So yeah, that that's good. almost sad too because there's a lot of directors like this was a big debate last year that like these smaller films that are nominated for like academy awards and such like they just don't make it into the theaters there's no space for them so yeah um it'll well, be interesting and, yeah and now there may physically not be so it's yeah. yeah i i hadn't considered that option for movie theaters and what's going to happen when this is all over <clears throat> like we had all talked about you know every other seat and that sort of thing but I had no idea that they would consider the type of movie that they that they play. Yeah, so. how do they know it's going to be a blockbuster too? Like, there's, there's movies that you think like um, I try to think that Men in Black, like the last yes. one, and it yeah. bombed like large. Yeah. So I mean, you never know, right? Like, it's yeah, just, a lot of them, like the the last Ghostbusters, um, the last X Men, the Dark Phoenix. Like, they're oh and, yeah, um, the uh, Terminator was supposed to be huge. I don't know how they're going to determine. I have no idea. I guess Hollywood's just going to have to start making better blockbusters. <laughs> yeah, you don't know. And there's some movies that are smaller, too, that suddenly become huge blockbusters yeah. that they never expected to. So yep. it'll be interesting to see what, what happens with that. I don't know. It's going to be a different time. So weird. It's, it's going to yeah. be so – it's like everything, it's already so weird. I don't know yeah. what's going to happen. There's so many things being canceled, too. I'm worried about Fan Expo this year because they canceled the C&E in Toronto – Oh, they and, did. Yeah, that. CNE is canceled, uh-huh. and that takes place exactly the same time as Fan Expo. Yeah. And uh, I just feel like it's just not going to roll. Like, I yeah. just don't know. What I've heard about Fan Expo, because people are constantly asking, is Fan Expo going to be canceled? And apparently, the reason they haven't canceled it yet is for insurance reasons. So, if they cancel it before the city tells them that they have to, they lose their insurance like they they won't be able to claim insurance if they just decide that they're going to cancel it but if they're forced to cancel it by the city um then they can they can uh use the insurance money and make the claim and all of that stuff so they have to wait for somebody to force them to close before they'll actually physically announce it yeah that makes sense i think that's why we're we haven't heard yet yeah Um, but it's i mean you can't have a uh 
you know, a hundred thousand people in a, in a venue like that in three months. Like it's no, they'd have to like, really like make sure that like only so many people will be in the venue every day, like, and, and, and really limit it. Cause you, you're, you're just too close in those things. Like you can't, you can't socially distance in them. And like, if they, if they found a vaccine before August, then maybe it still goes on. Like who knows. Right. But yeah. Um, but, uh, there's just so many factors, so many like who who knows factors in this. Yeah, I feel I feel like this is going to be the year without the Comic Con, <laughs> like, um, or the year without a much of anything, really. Well, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can have yeah. my own Comic Con in my house. I'm gonna set up like little booths oh. and just walk around the house. Virtual con and rebuy things that I've already owned (laughs) (laughs) that I forgot that I bought. (laughs) There's, I'm sure that you've got an entire closet full of those things. (laughs) I do. (laughs) Oh, by the way, my my uh, copy of Chopping Mall just came today, so I just on on beautiful Blu-ray. So it should be. I can't wait to dig into that. So that'll be good. I love that movie. It's it's like the cheesy classic '80s crazy mall horror movies <laughs> oh. i have a lot of things coming to the house on really? a daily <laughs> a lot a lot of packages <laughs> love the packages so you want to get into the top five let's do it let's do it what's hot we'll tell you what's hot it's the loop and larry pop <laughs> five all right what's up first well first on our pop five list we got a little star trek that's coming back. Star Trek is making a big resurgence here after Picard. Uh, yeah, we've yeah. got a new a new Star Trek uh, spinoff called Strange New Worlds. And this one is Pike and Spock, I believe. Is it yes. the Pike and yeah. Spock story? What, yeah. what else do you know about this? Do you know more about this? Well, it's, I think that combination was on. I haven't watched the next season of Discovery. I've only watched the first season of it, which I, I loved. I just haven't gotten to the second one. Um, right. Apparently, they appear in the second season. So this is almost like a spinoff out of that into their own series okay so, so this does not this is not the pike and spock from the movies like this isn't the zachary quinto no 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 these okay. are the characters as they played them on discovery gotcha so okay. and then they're spun off um into this into this series so uh and it's supposed to be they say it's um it looks like it's going to be uh it's going to be more episodic oh. um and more optimistic than the other ones not quite oh, as really? dark not yeah, so dark so, yeah. Oh, well, I can see that. There's, I mean, it's, it's the comedy duo of Spock and Pike. Hey. <laughs> it's the Spock and, Spock and Pike show. <laughs> Spock and Pike show. <laughs> yeah. um, so again, they have no idea when this is going to go into production because they, uh, like COVID has basically ruined everything. Right. <laughs> so they don't know when that's going to happen. So, so, uh, so right, now it's, right now it's just a good idea. Yeah. It's just a basically. really fun idea. Yeah. <laughs> a fun idea. Here, there you go. I put, oh, little, I put up a little Star Trek background now. So, <laughs> this, I love these virtual backgrounds on Zoom. Like, yeah, I'm gonna are, have to figure that out. These yeah. are so cool. Yeah, I'm using for everything now. This is my new thing. <laughs> so yeah, so they no. still Discovery is still going on for another season. Picard is obviously yeah. coming back. So and this will be the third sort of of these uh, of this new Star Trek resurgence yeah. series. I love Discovery. I thought it's it's good. I'm not a huge like I'm not a massive Star Trek person like, but yeah. it's like. If the, if the show is good, I'll watch it. And like, not that the other ones weren't, I just didn't get into them. And uh, no, did you watch Picard? I didn't watch it. Have you? Did you see it? It's I've I've almost finished the first season. It's really good. Oh, is and, it good? I mean, really good. And I I never really watched um, the Next Generation. Yeah. And so I know enough about it. Like I know enough of the characters. So I'm sure there's stuff I'm missing in there, yeah. like references and things like that. But the story is great. Like the it's really it's it's a really strong. Uh, addition to the star trek university highly recommended okay so they don't yeah again they don't know when this is going to be released so uh we'll just have to wait but it, it's in, in pre-production anyway so it should be cool that's good Excellent. number well, two here's something we don't we have a, an actual date well i don't have a date but i've got a this is a firmed up thing uh falcon in the winter soldier trailer oh now he's gonna, just for those watching loop is now in front of the avengers background i'll stop doing this because it's like you can't really see what i'm doing if you're, if you're listening so i'm enjoying it uh anyway uh falcon and, and winter soldier trailer which yeah. would ordinarily have dropped at uh the san diego comic-con along with everything else in the world obviously san diego comic-con is not going to be happening this year but san diego comic-con is doing an at-home version 
Oh, I wow. Okay. I don't have a lot of details on that, but we will get more. Um, so that it sounds like more people will have access to what goes on at San Diego Comic-Con, but they will be releasing the trailer for Falcon and Winter Soldier at the, um, like the virtual San Diego Comic-Con this year. Which, Do you know when that is? Approximately? Uh, it's usually uh, near the middle of June. Um, okay. I don't have a date for when the at-home version is yeah. going to be, but it's in June. So it's coming up. I mean, it's in the next, within the next month. I saw I saw that you'd put that in our list, and then I thought, oh, is there a trailer out? I thought there was a trailer out. So uh, I watched a trailer, and I'm like, this looks like a lot of footage that I've seen before. And then I realized it was like 2019. Was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then problem. people make their own home trailers for things, and they look so good. They almost looks like the trailer. And then you realize that you were actually watching the, the trailer for the first Frozen movie. <laughs> I'm not good at finding trailers. I'm, I'm just why, like, why is, this, why is there a snowman in this Winter Soldier? <laughs> I know it's the winter, but why is there a dancing snowman in here? <laughs> I don't remember this character. This is going to be interesting. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but anyways, so, this is good news because if they're releasing trailers during this this virtual Comic Con, that means that they'll release potentially other trailers. I mean, yeah. whatever trailers they can. I mean, obviously a lot of stuff's on on hold right now, but any like. You know there'll be there'll be new trailers potentially for Tenant maybe and for um, uh, Black Widow and those sorts of things. Yeah. So um, and it, we might even get like um, uh, the Mandalorian, like the first Mandalorian trailer. So I feel like the even though San Diego Comic Con's not happening in in like in the real world, yeah. The virtual the virtual version of it will still give us a lot of pop culture stuff that we uh, get so excited about every year. So this is good news. Yeah, it should be cool. So this, uh, it looks like the series, they're still slating it for August 2020, and it's going to be six episodes. So we'll okay. see. We'll see Probably how that six. goes. That's interesting. Well, hopefully, we hope. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's interesting that they're it's such a short season. Yeah. So uh, number three, let's do that. Oh, number, number three. So number three, uh, speaking of new series and that are coming to the television set, <laughs> Snowpiercer. Uh, oh, yeah. The, the TV show based on the movie by... Uh, now I, I just just lost his name. Uh, Bong Hung Jo. Does that, does that sound right? Close enough. Okay. Yeah, sounds something like that. <laughs> the, the director of uh, Parasite. Yes. Uh, also directed the original Snowpiercer about a one thousand car, a thousand and one car train, essentially that moves nonstop around the world because of a a global. Um, uh, environmental crisis where the world is now in a deep freeze. So this train that has a thousand cars on it has like all of humanity that's left. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, uh, and each car is like a different class of people. And as you get closer to the front, you, you, it gets better you, and better. Uh, yeah. The, the upper class people are there. So the movie, I thought the movie was, did you see the movie? I love the movie. Chris fantastic. Evans is in the movie. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So it's a good segue between uh Marvel in this. Yeah, there you go. Um, so, <laughs> Too bad so we didn't they, get it. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 they didn't really. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's coming to uh, Netflix on uh, May 25th as yeah, a series. Yeah. yeah, it should be pretty but, cool. It'll be 10 episodes in length. Yeah. And it looks like there's a detective in it that's like like trying to like solve cases that someone else has given them. So yes. Jennifer um, Conley's uh, in it as well. Now, here's the, here's the only thing with it. The reviews have started trickling in. Uh-oh. Kind of middling. Okay. I want to, use, I, want to use, I want to use the word middling. <laughs> and you did successfully, so <laughs> thank you. There are middling reviews. Um, <laughs> apparently, it's not. It's not quite the. It doesn't quite live up to the quality of the movie, but yeah. the production quality is really good. So I guess they're saying it's it's still like fun to watch, but just don't expect the level of quality of the film. Is what they're okay. saying. Okay. So all right. But it's still I'll, I'll definitely cool. check. I'll definitely check it out because I did oh. like the movie. I've seen the movie twice actually. It's really good. It is. It makes me want to go back and rewatch before this thing comes out. I, yeah, yeah, I definitely gonna do that. All yeah. right, number four. Number four. Mad Max is getting a prequel. All right. What do you know about this? All I know is that it's based on Charlize Theron's character in Mad Max Fury Road, but it's gonna be a younger version of her. Yep, so she's Furiosa. not actually in it. No, that's right. <laughs> which would have been probably the, the draw of yeah. it. So um, that's pretty much all we have right now. It's a prequel to that. So she'll be in it playing that, or someone will be playing that character. Yeah, Furiosa yeah. was her name. Yeah. And yeah, she, was, so. she was awesome. So I guess maybe we'll see how she lost her arm. Yeah. Maybe that's what it's about. 
Yeah. I think I it's know. actually called that. It's actually called Furiosa and the Lost Arm. And the Lost Arm. Because <laughs> apparently they're making a sequel to Mad Max Fury Road as well. Like that's in production as well. So there'll be a prequel and a sequel. And a sequel. So, I, yeah. I, I, I'm excited about this because I love the Mad Max universe. I, I've always liked it from yeah. the beginning. But I'm a little bit worried only because Fury Road was so good that I'm, I, I, they, they really need to make sure that these ones are top notch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like that, that was just, it was such a phenomenal entry into that franchise that if they, if they're, if it's not quite good enough, people are going to be like, eh, it's not quite good enough. <laughs> I, I always find Mad Max is sort of like the, the bar of apocalypse and dystopian. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's yeah. like, that's where it's like, that's where it, it's gotta be like, just exactly like that. Like anything that's sort of in that genre sort of takes from Mad Max. Cause it's just so, savage <laughs> yeah and this one was the, the new one was just so cool like it was just great yeah so it's gonna be interesting to see how they uh how they go with this one but yeah oh i'm excited i'll be there there's a lot of talk of shows i like to see them happening but i, I know <laughs> i don't know when productions are, are, are starting up again or anything like that so yeah. and that's, uh, that's the problem like a lot of it like like said a lot of these are really good ideas that maybe we'll see at some point I guess they can do a lot of the pre-production stuff. It's just waiting to do the, the production. Like, it's it's uh, even like The Walking Dead still hasn't aired its last episode because they still had to do some extra production on it, uh, and so it never aired when all the rest did. So it's it's still in limbo. Like I don't know when that last episode is going to air. Like it still hasn't. They literally have one episode outstanding. Yeah, it, it, like and so they they still have to finish it up, but because this sort of slowed the 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 um the post production down, yeah. that they uh, I think maybe they're working on it now, but it should be done hopefully soon. Like doing yeah. the, like they have to add the special effects and all that to it, right? So right, yeah. Um, but um, so it wasn't ready in time for for air of it, so they're still waiting. So, and on the same note, because we haven't talked about this show in quite a while, um, Stranger Things has also been postponed. It was supposed to be July season four. The final season it was supposed to be July of this year. Oh, this is the final close. season, eh? This is the final season. It was supposed to be July. Because they're in their twenties so now. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's well. That's the problem, right? Is that it was delayed. Like they, I don't know if they how much they've shot, but yeah. now it's delayed. So by the time they get around to being able to shoot the, the first few episodes, the kids are going to be like eighteen, and the last two episodes are going to be in their <laughs> like early thirties. <30s. laughs> so I don't know if that's going to change the story at all. To I don't. I yeah, no it'll be. That one's going to be interesting, but it'll be, I, I'm worried that 2021 is going to have no new programming because no one have shot anything yet. Like, right. Oh. So, <laughs> so it's going to be, it's going to be like, cause it's just delaying all that till, and then you still have to shoot it and, and all and pre do the pre-production and all that stuff. Like it's going to be a while before we see some, some of these seasons come back. Like, and the thing is, is that when they all come back, we're all going to need time off work just to catch up on oh, all God. the shows. That we're <laughs> it's going to be crazy. Like when all that happens. No. Speaking of delays, uh, pop number five. Uh, we got the new mutants has an August release of <laughs> this, this year. Movie, I guess <laughs> this movie has been delayed so many times. It's supposed to come out in 2018. Right. It's been delayed, I think, officially like four times, and so it's finally like this. It, August 28th is supposed to be the new. It's supposed to come out in April, and then right. it got delayed, of course, and then yeah. now it's supposed to be August 28th. Which That's is never really a good sign. No, it's a new mutant. If you've never heard of it, probably have. But it's like it, it's a uh, comic based in the X Men universe. So it. Uh, but they're it gonna. More, isn't it more like horror based? Well, the comic isn't, but they're trying to make the um, the series more horror based. Like right. the, the movie's supposed to be a little bit more horror based and more horror elements in it. Right. So it'll be interesting, like to see it when it finally comes out. I'm sure. I'm sure it's just sitting there waiting to be released. Like yep. in the like. They probably want to make their. It's, I think it costs a lot, so they probably want to make their money out of it. Like, yeah. it's why they're just holding on to it. But, and then plus, now that the X Men have really gone to Marvel, like, what do you do with this movie now, right? So it's just sort of a limbo. I think they're just bur like what you like to call burning it off. Yep. It's like showing it, burning it off, getting yeah. it out of there. So, because I, I don't think there's any plans to do anything else with it, unless it becomes a bona fide hit or something. Like, it does I, a lot. I feel. I feel like. I haven't seen anything about this. I don't know how it's going to go, but I feel like it's going to be in the same category as um, Birds of Prey, the new mm. Birds of, like with the one with Harley Quinn, where you know it looked like everybody was like, "Oh, this is going to be great. It's this is going to be a great spinoff," and then it totally tanked. Like it just 
it didn't it wasn't what people thought it was going to no. be they didn't know what it, to expect so people just didn't go and i feel i just somehow feel like the new mutants is going to be like that yeah I, it, there's not a lot of focus on it so i think it's yeah. i think it's just gonna like sort of die a slow death i don't know <laughs> it's got um was it uh, Maisie williams she's in oh it, yeah from, from game, game of thrones, of thrones. yeah so she's yeah. in it but um yeah. and i also saw too that because it's uh um, it's got like the horror themes that like people are like, oh, well, they should just uh, put it right on Disney Plus, but they Disney Plus wouldn't show something like that. Like they're really careful uh, of the types of movies they will put on there. Like I don't think you'll see a Deadpool on there anytime soon. No, like, on, you, might, on, you might see that that family friendly version, that PG. Oh version. yeah, the, the cut. Yeah, it may be that version, but not the yeah. not the regular version. So no. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where all these go. But it's uh, good to see that they're like thinking of new things at least. Yeah. In this time period like because yeah. what else do you have to do other than just think of things <laughs> people just need to keep busy really is what yeah. they need to do <laughs> that's true <laughs> just yeah just passing the days thinking of new stuff yeah there you go <laughs> never gonna do anything with it but eh, it's good to think about anyway <laughs> so you want to do pop capacitor yeah let's go back in time all right check it out We are back, <laughs> and uh, we are in a strange land of 1981. Yeah, yeah, we went way back this time, <laughs> way back. Last time we were in 1990. Now we're we're all the way back to 1981. <laughs> and of course, we're looking uh, this week at uh, Greatest American Hero, the series that uh, took place. It was a superhero. I guess I, some call it a spoof. I don't know what you would call it, it. If if you look at the Wikipedia page, it's actually referred to as a comedy drama. Oh, okay, all right, not. and and and. If you watch this thing again, you could see that that's probably what it is. <laughs> Take heart, America. At last, help is on the way. He may be unable to leap tall buildings in a single bound. He may be slower than a speeding bullet, and he may be less powerful than a locomotive. But he's working on it. Butterfingers. Give the poor guy a chance. He's just getting started. Good God, Ralph. Superpowers. But when he gets it going, there's no stopping him. Make way for the greatest American hero. He's coming to save us this Wednesday. <laughs> so it was a few years removed from Superman, right? Like the success of Superman. Like yeah, it was like 77 or 78? So it's, yeah, 78 or 70. Yeah, 78, I think, was the original Superman. So that was like the start of sort of the superhero genre again. And superheroes were starting to get popular because Superman was sort of the one that brought it, brought it back. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's sort of playing off the heels of, of that original Christopher Reeve Superman, but but it was this this to me was sort of like um, a cross between um, Superman that the movie and the A Team. Yeah, so, Stephen J. Canal did this as well, right? Yes. So because yeah. he wrote a lot of those type of action type movie or series in the uh, in the eighties. Did so, he do Hill Street Blues? I can't remember. I, f I feel like he may have. We'll, we'll have to look that up. I feel like that he may. I feel like he may have done one of those cop type shows. Yeah, I'm on it right now. So okay, good. you get you get on it. We'll I'll talk a little bit. Okay. So yeah, so the series, <laughs> the series, it ran three seasons from 1980 to 1983, um, and essentially the premise. If you don't remember the show, you will definitely remember the theme song because the theme song by Joe uh, Joey Scarberry. Yeah. Scarberry? Yeah. Yep. Was really popular on the radio and one like a couple notes in and you'll be singing along with it but essentially <laughs> essentially the show launched with the with a two hour long pilot episode um first of all right now the whole series uh all three seasons are streaming on um amazon amazon prime so if you do want to see it it is it is available there um but anyway th so it's three seasons started with a two-hour pilot and essentially the premise was uh this high school teacher named ralph ralph hinckley uh, was traveling in the desert with a FBI agent for some reason, and <laughs> and they're in the desert, and all of a sudden a, uh, a spaceship sort of hovers over them and lands in front of them, and out from the spaceship comes the FBI agent's dead partner, which is weird enough. But then the the dead partner 
imparts onto the two of them a box with a super suit in it. <laughs> yes, for whatever reason. For whatever reason. <laughs> and uh, and essentially says, you are now entrusted to wear this super suit and you must do good things. And anyway, they, they can't believe their eyes. But the the most of the pilot episode is a drama. There's very little comedy in there because yeah. the whole thing opens up. The teacher is, um, it's also very dated. It's 1981. So a lot of the terms that they use are pretty dated. So he was, <laughs> he was referred to back then as a special ed teacher. So yeah, he, that's uh, right. And he mentions it like every time he talks oh, yeah. to somebody and special he makes sure ed. he says special ed. Yeah. Cause that's what it was called at the time. I remember those, but anyway, so it's a special education class for students who have learning but, needs. But they were also like older than he was. Yeah, it was like it was like another version. I don't know why classes like this had to be like this in the movie, but it's like it's basically Welcome Back, Cotter. Yes, like it was the same type of class. These like street thugs or whatever that that have a good heart, but they don't know it yet until he brings it. That's that's exactly. So, but anyway, but it was so there was this drama about dealing with these kids, and that he wanted to do right by them, and they were tough, and they wanted to fight him, and so there's this drama. I'm like, what? I don't remember any of this being so dramatic. But then I, I also, didn't remember that part. I got watched the series. No. And I don't, like I'm watching it in years and years, but yeah. I, I didn't remember that whole secondary like storyline no. that was like part of well, it. And then there's another storyline. It, it's it doesn't go on for very long, but it talks about how this this um, Ralph is in the midst of a custody battle with his ex-wife. So there's a lawyer involved, and they there's this like very like sort of heart-wrenching scene where he his son lives with him but the wife wants custody i'm like this is not superhero comedy stuff <laughs> it's really like it was, weird like secondary storyline that which yeah. is kind of bizarre and then with the lawyer too he has a relationship with the lawyer which kind of awkwardly comes out at one point like it wasn't like yeah but was, okay so, weird. so there's all of that drama going on but the the whole comedy premise of this is that so the they gave him the super suit in a box, and then the aliens take off and they're gone. And so they he puts the box in the car and they're about to head back to home, and he accidentally drops the instruction manual, which is literally a book, like an instruction book. Yeah, he drops it out of the side of his car onto the ground and drives away. So he's lost the instruction manual for the super suit, so he doesn't know how to use it. Of and there's where the comedy is. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> but, but what I never quite got is, like, how do the aliens have a publishing house? Like, this was like a a, a paperback book that was about this thick <laughs> and had been published with a cover, and it, it looks like like where where did they send it in the universe to get published? <laughs> this, this yeah, it was, there was a few weird things in this too. Like they when the aliens come down, so it, like so William Cadu plays the uh, the main character, and then the the FBI agent Robert Culp. They meet each other and then the aliens come down and they have a very specific instructions for them that are so specific that only William Cat can wear the costume yep. and only and then only the other guy can help him find the missions. Yes. Like it's very it's so specific. Like and it went <laughs> yeah. on forever, like the, the explanation of how this was gonna work yeah. and how they've given him this costume and how it's got an instruction manual and how this and that. And I'm like, why are these aliens so specific on this? Like it's, it seems really weird, like how, like why they were that specific, but. I, I think they're that specific so that the writers didn't have to hire any other actors to uh, be in the show. So they, they were like, yeah, we're locked into William Cat and Robert Culp and that's all we're going to do. Hell so yeah. We're going yeah. to figure out how to make sure that they don't get, we don't get anybody else in here. <laughs> but, uh, but but so yeah so then so he doesn't have the the instructions for the super suit so anyway when he finally tries to put the thing on he doesn't know how to use it and so that's where the comedy is in every episode is that the super suit has like virtually unlimited um, powers yeah powers like of invincibility of like telekinesis of like he has super lungs uh, during a couple of the episodes he at one of the episodes he uh, puts out of like a um, blowtorch. Yeah, like so yeah. he's shooting a bullet and he goes, <gasps> and puts out a bullet. So he's got like super lungs. He's a, he can go. He can become invisible. He's uh, he can't be destroyed. Like he he's invulnerable to bullets. He's like it's literally. He, he has, like, at one point he has like a, almost like an X-ray vision, but he can see yes. other like whatever Robert Culp's doing. He can kind of see what he's doing no matter where he is. Yeah, yeah. Like at one so, point, yeah. So it's not even like seeing through walls. He can see like 
into like other parts of the world sort of thing like it literally i mean they can come up with anything <laughs> but yeah but the funny thing is is that he just doesn't know any of these things exist so every episode there's like a new talent and he's like bumbles his way through it <laughs> because he doesn't have the instruction manual <laughs> Which, <laughs> they never once went back to the desert to look for it either uh, you know that, they, like, there's never a point where they're like you know what let's go back to the desert and see if we can find it and then them like looking and never finding it but well, it was but like they well, did they did at one point, he did at one point say, um, it could be in the desert, but that's a really long way to walk. It could be a mile away. Yeah, I know. I'm like, well, then go look for it. Like, yeah, it's, it's like half it seems, an hour it seems like a very important piece of this, uh, this, uh, <laughs> of this mission to have that. Like, it's like, <laughs> it's true. But, it, but so, but, but, uh, William Cat, the, the actor behind the behind the the superhero was was so perfectly cast i think because he's he's a like a seems like the nicest guy and totally innocent just he's he loves to teach has no idea what superheroing is all about in fact in fact when he tries to fly because he assumes that he can fly in this he's like running and then jumping this little kid comes up to him and says you're doing it all wrong and he's like (laughs) what and he leaves down he's like tell me what i'm supposed to be doing like he is so like um out of his element that he needs a little kid to tell him little kids like you take only three steps and then you jump and that's how you fly and that actually is how it worked so (laughs) this guy just has no clue it would have been better to put the kid suit on the kid the kid oh my god i know it's so weird there's there's a few things that i I actually really like the opening of the show so the the guy so robert culp's partner who ends up being in the spaceship later is being hunted down by these like henchmen and they're like everyone they're all bald with sunglasses and like and like a white t-shirt but it looked kind of cool they're in like these dune buggies flying around in this like desert it was a cool opening i'm like is this the right show like i wasn't sure what i was watching but it was uh it was it was kind of i mean it was kind of james bondish like the villains, yeah. like they were all like the henchmen, all kind of looked the same throughout the show. They but totally it was kind of cool. They they had a bit of a budget for this show. Like they didn't they didn't skimp. Like those those dune buggies, they had a few of them, like at least three or four that that were were seen, and they were all black, and they were really cool. They had helicopters. They had like they had rented mansions that to have gunfights and um, the special like was, effects it, were all good too. Like the, well, the, the, I mean, they were they were the spaceship. Good until, the spaceship I thought looked really good. The spaceship was awesome. That was actually it looked like um uh um like close, close encounters. encounters the third time. Yeah. Third time, yeah. yeah. But but then as the show progressed and he starts doing more of his superhero-y stuff, yeah, then the special effects fall apart because there's <laughs> one scene where he's flying and they like I don't know if they just didn't even make an attempt to hide the cables or what, but there was one oh, right, right. Where you yes. totally could see the wires that were holding him. And then um at one point, he, uh, a, a dune buggy drives up to him and he puts his foot out to stop it and then gives it a push and the dune buggy like flies away. Essentially, the guy just put it in reverse and just drove backwards. Like it was, <laughs> there was nothing fancy about the, <laughs> about the move at all. But, I thought uh, that the subplot with this like, this villain trying to take over the world or whatever he was. I didn't really know yeah. what his exact mission was. But the, uh, oh, oh, he wanted to get, he wanted to um, get his guy to become the president of the united states oh so right he, right so the president would be part of his organization that's that's what they which were is what, that vice president or whatever it was a vice president right yeah, it's like yeah. yeah that that actor and then the girl that played like in the classroom like the main girl from the classroom were yeah. both in v and then they, yes. they showed them both back to back and i'm like oh my god I, like i like oh i remember her from v and then they yeah. showed him and it's like I can't remember what character he played in V, but he was like one of the kind of like the head of the aliens when they first like showed up. Like, yes. Uh, anyways, it was it was kind of cool. They were both in that as well. I thought that was fun. Yeah, that, that was really cool. Like it was it was very it's very dated because of the the time that it was that it was done. But I I was really surprised. Like I I watched the the pilot all the way through and I was pretty like into it. I thought this is actually really yeah really I enjoyed, I really enjoyed it actually. I thought it was it was well like put together. It was like it, yeah. there's a few things i thought were weird in it okay (laughs) sometimes so they had the regular sort of action music you would have heard in like the a team like there's a standard mike post sort of action sort of background music that he used in that time period that you like you could have put that music in any of his other shows yes um and steven uh, jake was in any other show but then there's something they'd have these like actual songs in it like yeah. if something sad would happen there'd be this like an, a real song would be put in and it was really out of place yeah like it seemed at really one, weird at one point and i 
I don't know that I caught it in the in the pilot, and they may have removed it, but I was looking at Wikipedia afterwards. They played Rocket Man. They played um, Elton John's Rocket Man in the premiere in the pilot episode. Oh, did they really? I feel like they may have taken it out now because of licensing issues. Yeah. But when it aired, they they played Rocket Man because. I, I don't know why they played Rocket Man, but yeah, it was in there too. It was it was kind of strange. I, I, I just I, was that. Go on. I, I part of the thing is that that even though the this guy has superpowers, he doesn't have a super name. Like he's just Ralph. Like they yeah. didn't, they never give him a name. At one point, he calls himself Captain Crash because this is God. part of the, the comedy side of it. The uh, he figures out how to fly so he can jump and fly, but he never in three seasons figures out how to land. So every time he comes down, it's always like a crash and he'll like roll on the ground and it's hilarious. <laughs> Apparently that suit protects his head too. Because yes. he crashed into a wall a few times. So, I mean, even if the suit was indestructible, your head's still like yeah. normal, right? Like, yeah. the, uh, there's a couple of funny parts I thought too. Like the, so he has this group of kids they, and, uh, who are one, virtually adults. Yeah, there's a couple of weird things with that. So the girl suddenly says that she loves william cat like the one student yes. and there was yeah. no indication of this at yeah. all all of a sudden it, like like they had this ongoing relationship which was never going on yeah but she she talked about it like it was going on and he's like there's, there's nothing happening and i'm like where'd this come from like there was like a it the plot it didn't need any of that like it was yeah. like i don't know why that was in there like it was like a one scene thing too like it didn't there's no lead up and there was no follow-up like it yeah like happened. when she, she asked him to go to the back of the bus and she tells him this this yeah. thing as if they're already in a relationship and he's yeah. like he goes and it's like, well, he's a teacher. Yeah. Like, why would he be like interested in you at all? Like, it's like ridiculous. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, there the, are a few strange things like that. And then the main, um, like the main kid that like was against everything, and then he kind of turns him around. He's yeah. like, there's a part where he goes, because uh, he always says that because they have to have a New York accent or something. He's yeah. like, hey, I ain't no Cary Grant, and I'm like, what, what kid? <laughs> ever would reference Cary Grant in the 80s like as, as a like like it's such bad dialogue writing for like a, a kid like a teenager right like that's true even no the teenager 80s. in the 80s that would ever say no Cary Grant is a reference like, <laughs> yeah that was a bit of a stretch <laughs> I could stop laughing I'm like that is a really dated reference even at that time it's <laughs> true there was also a really strange scene right in the middle um where it just there, again there was no no lead up to this it was a boxing match right in the middle of the episode <laughs> between the te between the teacher and like his head student so i don't know if it was a gym class or no he chat the kid the, the the kid the kid wanted to beat him up and he said right. okay well, let's go to talk to coach so and so and we'll have a boxing match oh okay maybe i missed that part and, I, but I, at the same time i'm like what teacher is fighting a child in a in a boxing ring yeah. like at school and they were like, like they were like killing each other i like, know and i'm totally... like this is this is your student like yeah what if you actually hurt him like it's exactly and then the, and then the coach was standing there just with his whistle just like refereeing this thing as if it was like a sanctioned event <laughs> the classic coach too like that coach that just doesn't give a crap like he's no. just sitting there like whatever yeah because <laughs> at, at one point the kid hits him in the back of the head like it was like a total like he had just turned around and then yeah. the coach was like Rrr. like he didn't <laughs> see the move or whatever <laughs> that's dumb. legal that's fine Another just... funny part I found in it, uh, there's a part where they think they find William, uh, William cat in the, um, in his costume. Yeah. So they take him back to this hospital instantly. They just they decide he's like crazy and he yes. needs to go to a mental institution. So they, they strap him down and there's this really over bad, like this over, like this overdub of the dialogue. And then they, they say, these straps have been stress test at 5,000 pounds. And yes. it's like, why would they say that? Why would you tell another person that if you work together? Like we already know that. Like, why does that need to be that information need to be other than for us to know that no, like the show that he has super strength. Yeah, when he breaks out of the straps, we know he's got five thousand pounds of pressure that he can break through. I know. I thought that was they obviously but, but added the, that after the fact. Too. I know. Like it's like they, well, we better we better make sure that people know that these are these straps will be hard to get out of unless you have super strength. But like, yeah. why if you work with someone, you wouldn't talk about stuff that like you already know because you work day to day with it, right? Yeah. Like you wouldn't like, it's just so weird. But uh, there's <laughs> but, a couple, the, go ahead. That, the, the, the other thing that is just so strange about that whole, like they found this guy in a super suit <laughs> and instantly thought he's crazy. Nowadays, like with cosplay and people dressing up, nobody would even bat an eye they'd be like hey that's a really cool suit you're wearing yeah, that's, that's right a really cool costume. that's awesome <laughs> yeah. that's great cosplay but back then people were like 
he's wearing tights. He, there's, he's got to be insane. Like, <laughs> we've got to take him to an institution right now just because he's wearing a cape and a red onesie. Like, it, <laughs> it was so, really? <laughs> I, I like, too, the, uh, when they escape from the main guys, like, uh, he's got, like, a big, like, mansion that he escapes yep. from. And they have, there's, there's, the guards are all there. And at one point, they're like, uh, there's been there's been a, an escape units 23 16 15 go to the west wing it's like and they keep doing this and i'm like how many units are there like how many people are guarding this place like it went on forever like like when you're up to units like 60 and things like that means there's a lot of people yeah. <laughs> and they should all have been out by that point like you don't have to keep telling them like you, you don't have like five of them just waiting well they haven't called their number yet yeah just, yeah as soon as you hear like eight. something you're already in like already ready to go right like yeah. um i'll give yeah. them props for using the super friends cartoon oh, chunks in it that was cool that was actually so that was how they sort of um transitioned from this like serious stuff into the superhero thing his the uh, uh ralph's son was in front of the tv like we all were in 1981 uh drinking his like juice and like <laughs> literally like three inches from the screen watching the actual super friends cartoon so you'd hear like audio from uh from like from that cartoon and video so and then that's what gave the um william cat the idea that maybe this is a maybe he could be a superhero like by watching the dc oh, Super yeah. Friends cartoon he's like wait a minute i've got a super suit maybe this is what i'm supposed to be doing but it that was awesome like that was a really cool i mean and it was time, it was like, like a fair amount of it too like they showed yeah. like like almost a whole opener of the of the show which i thought yeah. was kind of cool and i mean at the time that wouldn't have been any a big deal because people would have been watching that it'd be like oh that's current like that's but to see it now was really cool because I, it was just like another throwback within the show like because we used to watch that show like the greatest american hero so that yeah. was a throwback and then within the show there was another throwback to another show we watched so that was i was really excited to see that that, was, that cool. was cool um i liked it at first i was kind of annoyed because the opening didn't have like the it had the greatest american hero theme but not the lyrics yes and then at the end they bring the lyrics and i'm like that was pretty cool actually that, that was, was well done when you watch the whole thing like it was yeah good. that was that was really well done um and then so it, it gets kind of goofier from there so the so it's 45 episodes the whole series three seasons 45 episodes the last episode which for whatever reason amazon prime does not have so it's the whole all three seasons 44 episodes the very last episode is not up there i don't know if it didn't air it may not have aired for whatever reason but they don't have it but anyway the last episode was actually called the greatest american heroine um and what was what happened in it was that uh apparently uh ralph's secret identity was revealed to the world so by yeah, that yeah. point so he was found out people knew that he was the greatest american hero and i don't know how they couldn't have he didn't have a mask on like he still I don't know. the same face <laughs> anyway so they found out uh once once his identity was revealed the aliens came back down to earth and said well you can't keep the suit now because now the world knows who you are you can't do you can't be a superhero the way you were so you've got to now uh bestow the suit upon a successor and you have to pick somebody to now be the next the next person and so he decides william uh ralph decides that the next greatest american hero is going to be a female so he gives the suit to a female and the fbi agent his buddy bill i guess is like really upset about this <laughs> oh yeah that, that's you can't have a woman superhero that doesn't make any sense again it's 1981 yeah but anyway i feel so, like this was a reboot though i feel like this the heroine was a reboot later on it, it could have been well that was the last episode of this one and then it may have come back again yeah cause i feel like they they finished it, it did like it didn't really finish and then they just came yeah. back with the heroine but i can't remember that, that I'll could yeah, we'll have to. I, I need. It to, didn't work. Need whatever to, it was, it was just a pilot, apparently. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but uh, but that's so. That's the last episode. So he, the, it, I guess it somehow it does wrap up in the in that this greatest American hero gives up the title to the next great American hero <laughs> who didn't <laughs> so, go anywhere with it. <laughs> there, there's one part in the in the um, whole thing that like was the most annoying thing I've ever seen in my life. What the, the, his son at one point he's watching the cartoons. He's watching the Super Friends. And he's yeah. eating a chocolate bar from the side. I saw that too. I'm like, what that was the most doing? annoying thing I've ever. I wanted to drop kick that child. 
Well, so I, I saw that too. Like it's literally like a chocolate. It looks like a chocolate bar. But then I looked again, and I didn't know if it was a piece of bread, and we were just seeing the crust. I don't know because it looked like it looked like he was eating a chocolate bar from the side. That's and it's what it also looked like. Really thick. Like it's it's thick. Yeah, yeah, and he was, so when he was eating, eating like, like, it wasn't like he was just eating straight through. He was eating, no. like, along like the a, side of it. Like a cob of corn. Like, he was, yeah. like, doing this to a chocolate bar. It looked like, um, <laughs> like, a, like a coffee crisp or something. Yeah, yeah, it did. I was it like, was... what are you, what is happening right now? Yeah. <laughs> and why are you eating chocolate bars for breakfast? These are questions <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> but from the side, it didn't make any sense. I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know what that was. I got to go back and look at it and see what he was eating, because I'm pretty sure it was a chocolate bar. I, that, I thought the exact same thing. But then I looked again, and I think it might be a crust of bread. So if you go back and rewatch it, we can, we can update you next time. <laughs> this <laughs> is very important, because people are driving me insane. When yeah, I people, are gonna be, people are going to be asking us about this. So we need to... <laughs> We've been talking about this for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is the lasting legacy of this show. This is that scene. <laughs> the uh, I so to to uh, just to go a little bit further into this. The I, the, the big thing is how did the, the show was really super popular when it first debuted, and then it kind of died off. So apparently, this is what they're blaming this on okay. was that his name was Ralph Hinckley. Oh and, yes, and then John Hinckley, who tried to assassinate the president happened around almost the exact same time maybe like not even that many episodes into the, no, the series it was like four or five episodes in yeah so then they tried to disassociate that character which i don't it's so ridiculous uh with the other one so they changed his name to hurley or something like yeah, hanley. Or hanley to hanley, hanley. Yeah. so suddenly his name was mr hanley and so they had to overdub a whole bunch of episodes where they anytime they mentioned his name because no one said his name last name more than he did at, no. any, at any given point <laughs> And uh, so, he, so they, anyway, so and they, apparently that they thought that was, it kind of ruined the show because everyone sort of like associated got, it with, got confused or something. I don't know. I thought that was a bit of a stretch, but yeah. apparently that's the, I've read that on several sites and. Well, and apparently and, they, after the, the whole uh, President Reagan assassination attempt thing calmed down a little bit, they switched his name back. Yeah. So it was just confusing. Yeah, so they didn't want, yeah, Hinkley, then it went to Hanley, then it went back to Hinkley. <laughs> and, Why would you change it at that point? Just keep it. Like, you've already changed it once. Exactly. It doesn't I make know. any sense at all. Like. I don't know. They could have just sort of, uh, is, you know, my, na my, na my name is Ralph Harrison. Could have just done one of those. <laughs> or like someone honks a horn exactly when he goes yeah. to say his last name or something. Like, I don't know why, like, that's a classic case of overthinking. Yeah. Like, they're like, oh, my God, it's the same last name. I, like, I, I realize this guy was probably super, like, at the time, like, super, uh, like, in the news and things, like, right? Yeah. Like, so, I mean, I can see why you'd be a little bit scared. But the, uh, but I don't know if anyone would associate that character with, with him. Like, it's just no. with John Hinckley. It doesn't seem to make any sense at all. Well, and the fact that he's a, a superhero. Like, he's not – he wasn't a crazy – And fictional. Like, and fictional. <laughs> <laughs> and was out before this happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there was no way, but it's 1981. People were naive back then. They didn't. No, know. no one knew what was going on, really. <laughs> so dumb. Yeah. So, what did you think? In all in all, I, you know what, I, I quite enjoyed it. Like, it's, it is a real throwback, but like the production quality is really good. The acting is great. I thought yep. the casting is really good. Um, like they, like I said, they, they put some money into the budget, so it, it looked good. Um, and the story was intriguing. Like it with, with so many different sort of smaller stories, I, I would have, I'm going to keep going with it. Like, I don't know if I'll watch all 44 episodes, but, um, but I will pick and choose because they're all standalone sort of missed, like, cases that they have to solve each week yeah yeah this classic episodics that he would do yeah. right like but it, but it was fun like i totally thought it was fun it lived up and i i love the music and it's really nostalgic i thought i thought it was great i'll stick with it i'm you? sure uh, i'm sure michael ironside makes an appearance somewhere in this series he's like the classic <laughs> villain in all those shows like he always showed up somewhere with in the series so it does. Yeah. no it was awesome i thought it was good I, was, I really enjoyed it i'll probably like maybe not this year but maybe next year i'll try to pick up and watch it like and uh yeah. and, and watch the rest because i i really enjoyed it so it was uh, as good as i kind of remembered it being so yeah. it was like yeah. but it was like, a lot different at the same time it was it was better production value than i really remembered it like a oh, little totally. bit more meet to the story than i thought as well so well i mean the thing was is that because it was so there was so much such a big drama element to it with the kids and the um custody case and stuff like that when it came out when we were like 10 or 11 years old we wouldn't have even 
gotten that like we wouldn't so i don't you know what i mean like i think it's more meaningful now because we understand those things yeah so it just you know it's there's a deeper level to it watching it now than there would have been back then so and uh, william cat's hair is awesome oh that is like a, a helmet of hair eh? like that yeah. like, like that curly like curly, curly mess yep <laughs> and it's super hair too he never it never gets messed up no matter what he does <laughs> yeah even when he's flying there's really no wind it's just, it's wind resistant <laughs> it is. He's got i think that's why he never hurt his head when he hit walls it just it was that cushion of hair saved <laughs> yes. him every single time <laughs> uh, that's awesome be, there's nothing this suit couldn't do <laughs> well this is our uh, first episode on zoom yep and uh in our first podcast uh, like from this format so hopefully it works out it looks it looks pretty good so far though it's recording i don't know what's gonna happen when i stop recording so i don't like, know where does it go <laughs> i don't know where it goes on the computer it just starts recording so i'll have to find it oh uh, and i'll get this edited up so you can watch it again on youtube because we have a youtube channel right <laughs> uh, yeah we do actually yeah we have we ever mentioned our youtube channel i don't know uh, we maybe we have, have. Not a lot of activity on the YouTube, but we, we do have a lot of our promos up there. That's where oh, our, okay. our, our, our so, famous promos. Yeah. So they'll, they'll go there and the, uh, and now this will be there. So we'll, for the, for the next foreseeable future, this will be the way to go. Yeah. I like it better because in the studio, I don't see you. So I don't know what's yeah. going on in your life. And then this way we can always see each other. And then it exactly. gives something else to, for people to do. So, and yeah. I get to use all these cool zoom backgrounds. I mean, why wouldn't you want to do it this way? I know it's so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you've positioned your background. So Larry's got like about a million movies behind him. It looks like it's like a set for like a TV <laughs> show or something. Let's <laughs> see. I even I even put a little Darth Maul in here. Yeah, I want to see if that changes each week. Like to oh. see what 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 else we can put in there for the uh, keen eye. I might see something. You're gonna have to look. Keep watching. I'm in the Twin Peaks red room, so in the Black Lodge. So oh, we'll, that's. Uh, I'll stay in here for a while. And then once in a while, I like to change my background up. So this is a lot of fun. I love it. So uh, make sure you check us out on all our socials once again. And thank you to everybody who's been listening to the show. And uh, keep listening. Keep watching. Now you can watch it. (laughs) And we'll see you next time on Loop and Larry, Guardians of Geek. Produced by Matthew C. Loop and Lawrence Simner. A Loop and Larry production. Bueller. He likes it. Hey, Mikey. Bueller. Bad news. Fog is getting thicker. And Leon's getting larger. Inconceivable. Brian's right. It's an elf. Wax on. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? Oh, Captain. My Captain. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Wax off.